0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45
1: up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: Hey, Jira. I have a quick question. What do you think is the most iconic Indian dish? Iconic?
2: Oh, you are actually recording. Um, The most iconic Indian dish.
0: I guess I think of... Quick, just on top of your head. (laughs) Naan, <laughs> Biryani A curry Doses with chutney Doste
1: We say doste in Malaysia It's difficult I don't I think choosing one Is Unfair And it, immediately It makes me think About the way So many Indian dishes Were reduced to curry When they really had A lot of their own names Damn it You're So that's really what I was secret. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm not gonna say curry mm. That's
0: my final answer
1: right. Right. <laughs>
0: As popular and ubiquitous as curry is around the world, the word curry doesn't actually exist in India. Just like you'd never get a fortune cookie at the end of your meal in China, you won't find a curry on a menu in India.
2: If they they ask you, can I have some curry and rice, the the guys will just look blankly at you because they don't know what is curry, even today. But you will have to say, if you give me a chana masala, bring me a butter chicken.
1: Today on Eat Drink Asia, we look into an all-time classic, butter chicken a dish that balances the smokiness of the meat and the silkiness of the sauce like no
2: other. It was amazing. It was like a turning point in my life. I said, I'm not going to eat vegetables anymore.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We found the grandson of the inventor of this iconic dish, and he told us how butter chicken was invented thanks to hard work, resilience and hope.
3: On one night... Uh, two truckloads of refugees come in. I still remember him telling me there's nothing left in the kitchen except a couple of uh, tandoori chickens. With those two tandoori chickens, he now had to feed a truckload of people. How would he do that?
1: And from that humble restaurant in Delhi, Butter Chicken has traveled all around the world with Punjabi immigrants. It has become so popular overseas that some even mistakenly believe that it was
0: invented in the West.
3: I in fact say that chicken is a bird and butter chicken is actually a lifestyle.
0: Welcome back to Eat Drink Asia, where in each episode we deep dive into a different Asian food that's gone global. I'm Alkira Reinfrank and I'm Bernice Chan. Stay with us.
2: You want to taste this? It's crazy. It's really nice.
0: You haven't tried butter chicken before and we highly recommend you try it after this episode it's a super smoky chicken dish that's served in a creamy tomato sauce or gravy now the chicken can be grilled roasted or pan fried but the best and most traditional way to cook it is in a tandoor oven
3: so think about it as a drum clay oven a cylindrical clay oven that is uh, underground
0: this is raghav jagi Originally from India, Raghav Jaggi has lived in America for decades. To him, butter chicken is more than a taste of home. It's his family legacy.
3: Uh, so my family connection to the butter chicken is my granddad, Sri Kundanlal Nal Jaggi, uh, actually invented the dish.
0: We'll get back to this in a minute, but let's talk about the tandoor first.
3: So you dig a, you dig a big kind of hole in the ground and you create a vent so that air can come in. And that is fired by natural coal.
0: This deep clay oven makes the chicken crispy and smoky on the outside and juicy and tender on the inside. Raghav's grandfather mastered this cooking method, so much so that the heat from the tandoor burnt the hair off his arm.
3: I remember his his left arm had no hair on it. And I used to, as a little kid, I used to hold it and I used to say, this is weird because uh, it's quite manly in India to have hair, right? So... I used to ask him, he used to say, because he grew up with this arm in the tandoor, it had actually taken off all the hair. So he was so good with the tandoor himself. He actually didn't even need uh, the, the seek, the, the iron. He could just go with his hand and pull out a naan.
1: Whoa, that sounds really painful.
0: But well, I think he did it so often that it was just, you know, second place. He just never had hair on one of his arms because he was forever in the oven.
1: But tandoor chicken is essentially a kind of barbecue chicken, right? But butter chicken is a dish. So how did his grandfather invent it?
0: Right. So his grandfather, Kundalal Jagi, quit school in first grade and started working in restaurants. He first started cleaning the tandoor as a child before moving up the ladder to eventually become a tandoor master. He eventually worked at a restaurant called Moti Mahal. That restaurant was in Peshawar, which is in the north of Pakistan today. But at the time when Lal worked there, Pakistan didn't exist.
3: And the story goes back to um, post-partition days. So in 1947, this was one of the largest human migrations in the history of the world. In
1: 1947, British India was divided into two independent states, what we now know as India and Pakistan. The division was mostly based on religion. If you are Hindu, you go to India. If you are a Muslim, Pakistan will take you. This partition displaced around 12 million people along religious lines and caused a death toll that remains disputed with figures ranging from 200,000 to 2 million people.
3: A number of the Hindu Punjabi refugees had to leave uh, what is now Pakistan and move to India. Uh, So my granddad, very similar to a number of other Hindu Punjabis, actually left uh, everything that they had back uh, in what is now Pakistan and moved to India. And Delhi, uh, specifically Darya Ganj, became the hub uh, for a number of these refugees coming into India.
0: And that's where he started his first restaurant with Kundan Lal Gudral and Thakur Das. They named it Moti Mahal, after the restaurant from their hometown. Cooking was the only thing young Kundan Lal Jagi knew. He wanted to bring a taste of home to others like him who had been displaced.
3: So the, the story goes back to one fine night when they were him and his partners were calling it a night. They were about to shut down the restaurant. Um, there were truckloads of refugees coming in every single day. And at that time, pa- especially at that time, you never refused food to anyone. On one night, sometime, I don't know, a few months, after 47, the, the partition, uh, two truckloads of refugees come in. I still remember him telling me there's nothing left in the kitchen except a couple of uh, tandoori chickens. And with those two tandoori chickens, he now had to feed a truckload of people. H- how would he do that? So he all he did was he concocted, and, and this is scarcity is the mother of uh, uh, kind of all big and good inventions. He took Tomatoes. He took butter, a little bit of fresh dairy cream, a little bit of spices, and he created the simplest form of a butter tomato sauce. And he infused the tandoori chicken in that so that people could use the naans, which were the rotis, the bread, and dip it into the gravy or the sauce if they were not able to get a bite of the chicken. So it was rich enough for them uh, to fill their or to give them enough to survive another day. So that's, that's how the butter chicken really came about. It was totally by chance.
0: And immediately, people loved it. They asked for it the next day and the day after that and so on. It soon became a permanent fixture on the menu and the reputation of this tandoor chicken dish infused with the creamy sauce spread across India and the world. The restaurant had huge success seating hundreds of guests every night and hosted live music every Saturday.
3: It was really I mean if you think of if you think of India at that point in time for Delhi it was the go-to place. If you had to do a family outing or a family dinner the 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 highlight was going to my granddad's restaurant and having a meal there. That's how iconic it was.
0: Like, like if you have to put it in into an equivalent of today, what restaurant would you name?
3: So in New York, uh, I would say going to Eleven Madison.
0: Wow, so fancy. <laughs> By the way, 11 Madison Park is a fine dining restaurant in New York that was ranked as one of the best in the world.
3: Yeah, so fancy at a different price point. But at that time, even that price, I mean, everything, I mean, it, it was hard for people to eat outside, right? I mean, money, India never really opened up until early 90s. So uh, it, that was the highlight for someone to kind of go out and celebrate and, and eat a meal at my granddad's restaurant in Tareganj.
2: The owner there, Kundan Lal, he's is created with the invention of the butter chicken. He is created with the invention of the, the dal makhni. And he's probably one of the, the first uh, chef-cum-restaurant. This is Palash Mitra,
1: head chef of the first Michelin-starred Pakistani restaurant in the world, the New Punjab Club in Hong Kong. He's telling us that Kundan Lal Jaggi is basically the Gordon Ramsay of India.
2: So he was one of those uh, first uh, restaurateurs uh, who introduced the idea of eating out, or who introduced the idea of selling food commercially.
1: Chef Palash still remembers the first time he ate butter chicken.
2: That was the first time I ate meat. So we had never had meat before that, and I was very really apprehensive. All my friends used to make fun of me because we never, we never eat meat. We were that kind of family, pure vegetarian family. Uh, and then we went out. It, I, I clearly remember it was, it was New Year's Eve, and we had gone to Daman, which is like it was a Portuguese colony. So they had all this influence. There was wine, there was uh, international food there. Uh, so we 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 lived like literally 30 to 40 minutes away from from uh, a really vibrant town, uh, colonial town. And we went there on a New Year's Eve celebration. And on the buffet was butter chicken, and we had never seen butter chicken. We always ate vegetarian, paneer and cauliflower. Uh, you know. And I, I ate it, and I, I just remember like the the smokiness, the the total texture, uh, and and then the flavor was obviously something totally unique. I'd never experienced it before, and I was hooked. And I I said this this is this is what North Indian food is like, and this is like meat is like, and uh, it was amazing. It was like a how do you call it a turning point in my life. I said I'm not going to eat vegetables anymore. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, <was> like, <laughs> I guess people in India really eat butter chicken? It kind of seems like a dish that, you know, it was made for Westerners. Everyone in the West
2: loves it. Yeah, basically, what happened was like, you know, after the war, a lot of these countries needed to be rebuilt. Canada needed to be rebuilt, America, uh, US, uh, UK, Europe needed to be rebuilt. And they took a lot of uh, people from here, Uh, their infrastructure was redeveloped by Sikhs. Same here in Hong Kong. A lot of the police was being manned by Sikhs, uh, by Punjabis. A uh, lot of uh, lot of ancillary services were been done by uh, immigrant uh, labor, got back from the subcontinent. And when they traveled, they they took took their food along there. You can take a Punjabi out of the Punjab, but you can't take the Punjab out of the Punjabi. They want butter chicken. <laughs> they they you know they, they will create butter chicken anywhere they go, right? Uh, so that is how the whole thing evolved, and how, how that is how food traveled. I mean, it's like coins. Like, you know, food is like coins, right? People travel with coins. They take coins everywhere. So do they, they, they take the food everywhere.
1: According to Raghav Jaggi, Mati Mahal was one of the most iconic restaurants for a good 45 years, visited by the first Prime Minister of India, the Shah of Iran, numerous
0: Bollywood stars, even Richard Nixon and Jackie Kennedy. To ensure the legacy of the three restaurateurs continues to be celebrated, last year Raghav and his childhood friend opened Daria Ganj, a restaurant chain in Delhi that serves dishes such as butter chicken using Kundal Lal Jaggi's original recipes.
3: I think everything that they were doing, they were doing it out of pure love. They were doing it out of ensuring and serving that they could they could share their love and their food with the larger community. Uh, what fortune he would have created, what empire he would have set, how his next generation and my generation would flourish, to be to be honest, I mean, he had absolutely zero clue.
1: Despite its global success, butter chicken cannot fully represent Indian or Punjabi cuisine from Chef Palash's perspective.
2: Indian food is also, like I, I would like to say, this, this is my bread and butter, but again, Indian food is not just about... Uh, but a chicken. It's just not about kebabs. It's about a lot many other uh, cuisines in different parts of, of of the country. Like for example, we have this Kerala fish curry. We have uh, Kashmir, which has got a rich variety, uh, cuisine landscape. Then you have uh, Bengalis, who have their own different types of cuisines. Every every state, every region has their own different cuisine. And there's no way you could you could class everything as curry because you don't even it, the, the word doesn't exist anywhere. Uh, <laughs> back in India, if they if they ask you, can I have some curry and rice? The, the guys will just look blankly at you because they don't know what is curry, even today, right? So, but you will have to say if you give me a chana masala, bring me a butter chicken. Uh, and what's the
0: name of butter
2: chicken? Murg makhni, murg makhanwala, or murg is the chicken and makhanwala is butter. So that is our butter butter chicken is a very very generalization, loose translation of murg makhanwala, but you know it's stuck.
0: We asked Raghav the same question, and is that because we're going to speak to, we're going to get a chef here to make butter chicken for us, and he's very passionate about trying to re-educate people to not say curry. So is that just something you know, curry is a you wouldn't even call it anything like this a curry in India. Curry doesn't exist.
3: No, so curry is more of a uh, it's a it's a Commonwealth term uh, for lack of for lack of a better word, uh, and 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 to the to the west. Uh, uh, Indian food, in general, became oh, it's curry. Uh, curry is 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 a term given. I, I would say by the British uh, to to anything that has gravy in it. Uh, it becomes a curry for them.
0: And why do you find it funny? Like, why do you laugh at that idea?
3: <laughs> uh, it's just it's just generalization. I mean, very similar to your chef. Uh, anyone who, who understands food would not like that generalization, but sometimes it's just, I mean, Italian food is pizza, I mean, for people, right? But that's not true. I mean, it, Italy has, I mean, you, Northern Italian food is very, very different from Southern Italian food. So, so the generalization that I'm eating Italian and that means pizza uh, <laughs> means I'm eating curry and that's Indian. So anything Indian is curry, that's the generalization. And that's why uh, uh, it humors me. <laughs>
2: So the more you go towards south of India, it's, it's just my personal opinion and I'm not an expert. Uh, but the thing is, uh, the, the food is much more varied, much more rich because that part has been at peace for a long, long time. Southern India never saw any wars, never saw any large-scale wars. Like, you know, they have, they're well-educated people. There's a lot of bounty. It's just like, you know, it's a lush area. Uh, they've always been at peace. So they had all the time to develop their culture. And when, when culture prospers, food prospers, right? Uh, So this is like food, music, arts, is a byproduct of uh, uh, a society that is at peace with itself, right, a society that has other options, other priorities, right? They're not worried about surviving till the next day, right? So, and this is how Indian food is much more diverse and much more uh, in depth.
1: So Akira, you got to speak to the grandson. What did he say
0: about his grandfather that, you know, resonated the most? We had such fond memories of growing up in Delhi and every Friday having lunch with his grandfather and eating butter chicken and he spoke so warmly about him and his grandfather Kundalal Jaggi, he passed away only a few years ago in his nineties and he said up until, you know, the very end he was extremely humble, always looking out for others and caring about others. Even though he started an empire, he never He never saw it like that. He was just trying to provide for his family and the people around him. This episode is produced and edited by Yang
1: Yang. We'd like to thank Raghav Jaggi, Palash Mitra and Amit Baga.
0: If you want to ask us about a dish or a drink, tweet us at Beijing Calling and at Alkira Ryan Frank. Eat Drink Asia is a monthly podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, basically anywhere you listen to your podcast. Until next time, happy eating!
3: Have you ever googled your own name? Prepare for a shock because your personal info, including addresses and phone numbers, is all out there. It's all harvested by data brokers and sold legally. Aura is a personal digital security service that scans the internet for your sensitive information and provides a full suite of privacy-enhancing tools. For a limited time, Aura is offering listeners a 14-day free trial at aura.com slash safety. That's A-U-R-A dot com slash safety to learn more and activate the 14-day trial period.